Time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast brought to you by Erna Berry's Comtel. Comtel will be receiving a complete redesign in 2020. Subscribers who utilize Comtel to track market quotations and analyze trends and stay on top of key industry news will see a host of new features. Streamline navigation, customizable dashboards, filtering options, quick access to your favorite reports, and more will make Comtel an even more valuable tool for those impacted by the protein markets. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. The hot topic over the last week has been the coronavirus outbreak in China. There are new updates multiple times a day, but we'll break down as much as we can for those in the seafood industry. For those of you following along, the World Health Organization reconvened on Thursday to discuss coronavirus, and they declared a public health emergency of international concern. China's National Health Commission confirmed on Friday that, as of midnight of January 30th, the total number of confirmed infections of the virus has climbed to 9,692. This number includes 213 deaths. The number of infected climbs to 15,238 as of January 30th, when taking into account 4,812 new suspected cases. The National Health Commission says that the suspected cases suggest that the disease is still spreading. Of course, the fear of the virus spreading has resulted in more flights to China, or out of China, getting canceled. Last week, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention upped their travel notice for China from a Level 2 alert to Level 3, which means that the CDC recommends that travelers avoid all non-essential travel to China. Meanwhile, the U.S. Department of State issued a Level 4 travel advisory for China, meaning do not travel. The government-issued statement says that those currently in China should consider departing using commercial means. Chinese officials have already closed transport within and out of Wuhan and other cities in the Hubei province, which is where the coronavirus is believed to have started. Buses, subways, trains, and the Wuhan International Airport, which handled over 24 million passengers in 2018, are all closed. While other airports in China are still operating, several airlines have canceled flights. United, Delta, and American are the three U.S. carriers who have nonstop flights from the U.S. to China. United announced last week that they would be suspending 24 flights between U.S. and Beijing, Hong Kong, and Shanghai in the first week of February. This would reduce flights to mainland China and Hong Kong from approximately 12 flights a day to three or four. The airline cited significant decline in demand as the reason. American Airlines also canceled a number of flights due to a decrease in demand. Delta, on the other hand, announced on Friday that they have decided to temporarily suspend all U.S. to China flying beginning February 6th through April 30th due to ongoing concerns related to the coronavirus. The airline said that they will continue to operate flights between now and February 5th to ensure that customers looking to exit China have options to do so. A press release also states that they will continue to monitor the situation closely and may make additional adjustments as the situation continues to evolve. Now, I've been doing some a lot of reading on this, and you have too. This has been a hot topic throughout yes. the office. But uh, there's like some photos of people on flights, and these flights are empty. Um, I mean, I can't even think about like booking a flight right now. I don't think any, anybody yeah. is. No there, there was a headline that like a, a, a flight with a one-stop layover in China was like $198 from like Japan. And uh, they're saying like that was like a big deal because it's like so cheap right, right. now. Yeah. And obviously for obvious reasons, you know, but... Uh, but don't take advantage. <laughs> do not, not, maybe <laughs> not right now. Um, but most airlines, if you did have a flight scheduled, they are offering um, either a refund or, you know, 
giving you the opportunity yeah, to reschedule. Yeah, that's great that they're working with people. Yeah, to reschedule after. So the White House is allegedly considering a ban on flights between the United States and China. And while it has yet to be confirmed or announced, a number of airports in the country are taking special precautions. So the CDC expanded enhanced health screenings from three airports to 20 airports. And which actually I didn't realize is that there are um, U.S. quarantine stations and you can find a map of where they are on the, uh, the CDC website. But, uh, you know, these airports, that these 20 airports are U.S. quarantine stations. So they are at any port of entry and land border crossings where most international travelers arrive. So in our area, uh, Newark and um, JFK are right. on the list. Uh, Boston's Logan Airport is another one. And you can, like I said, find the full uh, map of where these 20 airports are um, on the CDC, CDC website. Um, but like Lauren mentioned, this information is all up to date as of Friday, January 31st. Things may have changed since January 31st. But onto the cargo side, Skylease Air Cargo, a charter company that is based in Miami, has suspended their flights that haul lobster and other seafood from Nova Scotia's Halifax Stanfield International Airport to China. Glenn Boone, the director of cargo and real estate development for the airport authority, told FreightWaves.com that the logistical network in China is all bottled up. Boone said that they have to be able to move perishable items like lobster fast. And if the logistical chain on either side is stopped, then you can't send a perishable product. Seafood News reported last week that there was anxiety in the live lobster market for both Canada and the U.S. because of the coronavirus. It's important to note that after a big push for Chinese New Year, sales generally tend to be sluggish as things settle down. But with that said, there are concerns within the industry that the slow, normal period could be worsened by travel restrictions and quarantines. Stuart Lamont of Nova Scotia's Tangier Lobster told CBC News that there has been a sharp drop in lobster exports. Lamont said that they're chalking up the drop in exports to the fact that people in China aren't going to shops and restaurants like they normally would. However, Keith Colwell, the fisheries minister for Nova Scotia, told reporters that it's too early to say how long the market disruption will last. He said it will be on a temporary basis because, and I quote, it is not about our lobster quality and it's not about China not wanting it. On the crab side, some West Coast Dungeness crab fishermen and processors have reported losses due to the coronavirus outbreak in China. China has been a primary market for live Dungeness crab in the last few years. According to reports, few live buyers last week stopped or dramatically reduced buying Dungeness crab, forcing fishermen to seek out other buyers or to sell their crab for much less than they had been getting before the virus outbreak in China. Some traditional processors have been faced with more crab than they expected thanks to live buyers reducing their purchases from fishermen. Not surprisingly, this has led to some fishermen reporting lower ex-vessel prices as fishermen, live buyers, and processors scramble to adjust to quickly changing market conditions in China. Now, when looking at shrimp, the topic of the coronavirus and the impact it may have on the seafood industry is being discussed with increased frequency. Ernaberry market reporter Jim Kenny reported in his midday shrimp commentary last week that China has become the largest importer of shrimp globally and any disruption in the flow of product into that country will certainly have a market implication. Jim says that at this point there has not been a wholesale impact on the U.S. market, but market participants are holding a cautious view. As for salmon, Ernaberry market reporter Janice Schreiber says that the farm salmon market saw additional products coming to the U.S. due to the coronavirus outbreak in China. Norway and Chile, both of whom send fish regularly to China, have reported to have halted sales to the country. This short turn of events, coupled with slightly less demands the last week of the month in comparison to the previous few weeks, has caused a plunge in prices for the farm salmon market. 
Buyers report a lack of confidence in the current market and report they are trying their best to buy hand-to-mouth. Especially on the fresh whole fish side, all origins, the east coast of Canada, west coast of Canada, Chile, Norway, Scotland, and Faroe Islands all saw significant adjustments lower this week on all sized fish. The Chilean, uh, Chilean filet market, on the other hand, did see adjustments lower, but not at the same rate as the whole fish market. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Check seafoodnews.com for all the latest news regarding the coronavirus outbreak and the impact it is having on the seafood industry.